Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com or on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy of all time. Hello and welcome to the Friend Zone with Timbo and Guy Guy. Tim here in New Zealand. And Guy, you? Amsterdam, the Netherlands, the home of uh, Dutch people and foreigners what actually. Is... A, lot, a lot of foreigners in, in Amsterdam. Now how does that work between Netherlands and Amsterdam? Because I know there's a difference between the two, but they're used kind of interchangeably. No, no. well... <laughs> The difference is the Amsterdam is a city in oh, the no, country I mean, of the uh, Netherlands. <laughs> I mean the Netherlands and Holland, sorry. Uh, those are just different names for the same thing. Are they? Is the Nether- Netherlands not like a bigger area? Are they the exact same thing? Yeah, they're spelt the same. It's a regular potato, potato. <laughs> I see, I see. Didn't uh, know that till good- right now. We're all learning. It's good here, Tim. You'd love it. It's right up your street. It's right up your alley. Ah, well, it's a pity or I'm not to, there to catch everyone up th- on. <laughs> this is going to keep happening because the internet oh. is shoddy as a nuns, isn't it, guy? God, this is so aggravating. I can't wait to have a classic Skype call with my friend Tim Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what one where there's less Ooh. lag than what there is at the moment? No, this is exactly what I like. This is what I target. I target weak European internet connections as a means of it. promoting big pipe. This is These ludicrous. Are- I'm just going to take the reins and fucking run with this one, guy, because I want to fill you in yeah. on what's been happening since last we chatted in the friend zone. Um, firstly, I almost feel based on the feedback of uh, the last episode of The Worst Idea of All Time that I owe uh, pretty much everyone an apology, mainly Ryan. Uh, and certainly you as well, Guy, and uh, also not sparing the listeners for being quite aggressive in my uh, lonely, drunken state. So consider this your apology from me, Guy. Uh, Tim, you needn't apologise. Uh, I understand it can be a challenging and trying project, and um, you know you reached out, you grabbed a co- coping mechanism, whatever that was, uh, some bottle of you know powerful and punchy spirits at the time, Um you know, and I don't, I don't judge you for it. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a professional hazard. Is that correct? Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I will note that I didn't go out with David Farrier, which I mentioned at the end of the episode and then completely forgot until someone brought it up with me online. Um, didn't know what they were talking about. They they kept saying, did you go for that drink with Dave? And I was like, I, I really do not understand what you're saying to me, what this question is. And they said at the end of the episode, and I was like, still have no idea or concept what you're asking here. And then they were like, Dave from Tickled, you said you were going to have a drink with them, or have I gone insane? No, I just completely forgot. I did not end up going for a drink with Dave Farrier, um, which turned out to be a really good thing because after the, uh, the the mystery, like ghostly shoulder injury, which plagued me, I had a bit of um, ibuprofen. And I think that combined with a weekend in Wellington where I was doing lots of comedy gigs and not doing a lot of sleep and doing a bit of drinking with some friends, um, my stomach really turned on me in a Civil War kind of a fashion. Uh, where it decided to see how much hell it could um, it could rake up for me over three days and uh, very difficult to eat or actually move or do anything at all. So um, today was my first coffee in four days and it was delightful and I'm, I'm feeling much better. But luckily I didn't go out with Dave that night or else I may be dead now. Yeah, it sounds like your body's really uh, turning on you, Tim. It's really caving in on you. Have you still been running yeah. to the We Are Your Friends soundtrack? <laughs> nah, nah, my knee. Was I telling you about my knee? My knee's fucking out on me too. So it's oh. all gone to pot, really. I'm I'm considering winter a write-off because it's winter in New Zealand at the moment. So I'm just going, you know what? Maybe I'll just stop moving around or trying to do anything and uh, wait for the warmer months and then we'll we'll rip back into everything, eh? This is why the nickname Spindly Timbly Wimbly is so good for you because you are the spindliest, wimbliest Timbly. You're just, you're, you're, I look at you and all I see is skin, barely enough flesh to be stretched over your bones. And uh, you've made it a very long time in life without this having any serious repercussions or side effects. And it's devastating to me to hear that they are starting to take hold. Yeah, we're all getting older, guy. That's the moral of this story. <laughs> but I feel good. I feel strong in the moment. And um, we're here to talk to our friends, talk about our friends, talk to all the lovely people online who get in touch with us. So uh, should we kick off? Have you got any messages in front I, of you? you want I to do. This is a lovely little number from a boy called Gregory Bolshe. It's not his real last name. I uh, improvised a cover for you, Greg. Hey, guys. Just finished season one of the pod and have to say, God bless you. You all have inspired a friend of me to start our own project. Best of luck on season three and good luck nursing that post episode 13 hangover, Tim. Best, Greg Bolshe. P.S. The picture is where I listen to episode 52. Suspended in my dorm at UCLA. Godspeed. Lovely, efficient message. He started what does he a project. Look like? He didn't say what it was. There's some good intrigue in there. Yeah, um, he's left us on the hook. He looks like a good, keen dude. He's. Doesn't look as comfortable as he should. He's in a hammock suspended between two bunk beds. He's wearing a t-shirt, which I think says very solid shirt, which is pretty <laughs> funny. Excellent. And it looks like he doesn't have headphones and it looks like he listens on a speaker, which is interesting. I always listen to podcasts on headphones. Yeah, there you go. Um, I've got an email here from Morgan who says, boys, you make a stellar podcast. Come to a live show in Australia. Shining Light this week is definitely the entire segment regarding the high school musical production, lining the pockets huh. of people who hate theatre. Classic stuff. Keep your spirits up for the long journey ahead, Morgs. I would add that this was sent on July 25th, so obviously that's referring to the 
Alice Sneddon episode, which if for some reason you haven't heard and you're listening to this now, stop listening to the friend zone and get that one in you because it is a doozy. Yeah, it is a it is a real belter. Um that did you see someone tweeted out after that episode? I don't know if we mentioned this previously, uh, who was like when you're listening to a podcast and the production you're a part of is mentioned and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, what can you do, was, you know, we throw a lot of things out there. She not holding stick. back. That's true. Oh, Alice was in? Yeah, sorry, I thought you meant the person who got in touch online. I was like, did they start throwing some vitriol your way? No, no, no. Retaliation. They were, they we were totally, they, they were just, absolutely, say what you want, but don't actually, don't say mean things. <laughs> um, here we go, here's one from Pep Squared. Timbo, odd compliment. But I wanted to tell you how consistently impressive you are. Your podcast always comes out on time. I can always count on it being in my podcasts. It's consistently really funny and you consistently respond to your fans. These things are really important to someone like me who respects diligence. You're a gosh (laughs) darn professional. I really appreciate that that's addressed only to me, to be honest. I'm not yeah. quite sure why our uh, dear fan has made that decision to cuss you out. Well, I'm just trudging back through. We've had correspondence with Pep Squared since um, it looks like the 3rd of November last year. And it looks like I took the reins initially in responding and then you started responding at one point blaming your lack of affections on a Catholic mother and a British father, maximum repression. <laughs> uh And then as we march on, suddenly the correspondence becomes exclusively between you two. Oh, there you go. I've reaped my reward from a fruitful conversation with, what was his name? Pep Squared. Her her name is Pep Squared. Oh, her, I beg your pardon. Sorry. I don't see gender. It's blind to me. I just see the person. You Um, are truly an ally of all. That is lovely, though. Uh, the consistency comment, and I <laughs> would add, it's easy to be on time when there's no deadline. Like most podcasts have a specific day of the week they come out. You may have noticed by now, uh, we definitely do not. We just try our absolute hardest um, to try and get an episode out a week and then get a, a friend zone up as well, which when you're in um, different hemispheres and continents, harder than it looks. Oh, man. Yeah, but we're doing it. And that's what I like. It. And we, do you know what? We've had to do it every year. I make my annual, my annual pilgrimage to make life more difficult for both of us. Very, very strange what we're up to. Um, I'm going to Rarotonga very soon, so that will be um, very interesting to see if they have much internet there for me to capture and put in my pocket. Uh, here's an email from Juliet. Dear Tim and Guy, I've just watched We Are Your Friends and I have to start by saying it is hands down one of the most shit movies I've ever seen. I would say that you were right about the comparison to Citizen Kane and that there is minimal plot, all the plot points were completely unmotivated by anything prior in the script and it focuses on the fulfilment of modern day American dream, becoming a newspaper tycoon and being a DJ in LA, respectively. My main question whilst watching was... How is it possible that Max Joseph based an entire relationship of Emily and Sicoli around conversations about consumption of food, brackets, beside the DJ mansplain scene, every conversation goes like this. Wow, these pancakes are yummy. As much as I love the bland opening 
oh, sorry, bland opining on the relative flavour quality of room service. I don't think it makes for a great relationship. However, maybe that is what Zuccoli knows best coming from the pasta business. Anyway, best wishes making it through the rest of this season and never forget Squirrel RIP. Your friend, Juliet. P.S. Try to DM this on Twitter, but sadly cannot, as you do not follow me. But here's my handle if you want to. P.P.S. Shouts out to my friend Olivia for introducing me to the podcast back when you were sadly watching Grown Ups 2 every week. It got us through a lot of freshman year of college and made us laugh a lot in public places. Hope you read this on the friend zone and it will be a huge surprise for her. Juliet, Juliet done. Nice one. I missed it out about three seconds of that uh, message near the end, but what I did want to say is that Juliet, it was funny. And that's something I find very heartening is when the people writing in are funny people. I love a bit of humour. It reflects well on our um, our audience, and then we can grab a bit of that reflective glow as well, huh? I like that. you got to love that. I like that almost as much as I love the chunky pauses in conversation uh, that I'm experiencing <laughs> with you right now, Tim. Oh, they're delicious and tasty. You um, throw a message my way, mate. This one comes from a man who will simply be known as Maverick. He lives in Minneapolis. <laughs> In regards to the new friend zone checks conversation, no one in the United States still uses checks. We use electronic forms of payment just like the rest of the world. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Wait, is that the whole message? Correct. So is there, <laughs> I don't know, because tone's so hard over over text. Is, uh, is Maverick for real or is he being sarcastic and then laughing self-deprecatingly at himself uh, as an American look, I, what? I can't get a fix on it I definitely superimposed a slightly sarcastic read on what was otherwise just a correctional message being like hey guys just so you know we don't just use checks here and he's in the middle of America so, so I mean if they're using electronic payment surely it's made it to the to the Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember. 
and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Yeah, the coasts as well. Well, there's, there's two ways to take the ha-ha-ha. He's either laughing at us for getting it so wrong or laughing at himself for being in a country which seemingly is, is right there on the tip of modernity, yet uh, somehow still using checkbooks. Don't know. Don't know how to or interpret a th- that one. a third theory still. Maybe he was just like in the middle of writing his message and then something funny happened and he just started writing down his laughter and left the computer. Um, that is a good wrinkle. I like that. What do you think the thing would be? He looked out his window and he saw a squirrel chasing a nut that was tied to a helium balloon and the squirrel got yeah. the nut but then became entangled in the string and started floating away. That's right. And uh, it, it reminded him of Squirrel from We Are Your Friends. And he was like, oh, isn't it funny how the universe sort of drops these symbols? And isn't it amazing that this real-life squirrel will achieve more than the fictional squirrel did in the movie? Because this squirrel, in some ways, if you kind of scale it, will become an astronaut going into the sky, going where no squirrel has ever been before. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, His I mean, message, I guess- you go on. I'm not going to let you finish that sentence. Here's a message from Oliver. Hi, Timbo and Coffee Guy Guy. See what I did there? I want to pose a question to you both for the friend zone. Kill, fuck, marry. Lenny Kravitz, Carrie, and Zakoli. Love every moment, love every day. Oliver. Well, it's short. I'll give him that. Yep. Um, I, I don't like know if I want to accept this uh, parameter that he's he's set for us. I've got to be honest with you, Tim, the, the connection cut out as the parameter was being laid out, so please tell me again. The parameter, version 2.0, kill, fuck, marry, your options, Lenny Kravitz, Carrie, and Zicoli. Lenny Kravitz, the fictitious <laughs> yeah. character Carrie Bridge Bradshaw and Zicoli. A hybrid of Zac Efron and Cole Carter from Where Are Your Friends? Um, look, I mean, ideally, I'd, I'd, I'm real curious about fucking Lenny Kravitz. Yes, yeah, same. I was definitely tending towards that as well. In fact, not even tending. I, I will all out say on that list, Lenny Kravitz is the dude I want to fuck. And do you know what? Carrie Bradshaw yeah. and Carrie Bradshaw is, as we established uh, through last season, as, and this is not a reflection of Sarah Jessica Parker, who in interviews has said she found it challenging to play Carrie. Carrie Bradshaw is a real piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan. Uh, Zaccoli or Cole Carter, he's not a good guy. Zach Efron seems to know his way around a good time. Split the diff and you've got probably a more successful marriage than most of the, the world. Yeah, I'd have I'd I'd half have sex with both of them and then half kill both of them and then they'd find each other recovering in hospital and be like, "How did this happen to you?" And they'd say, "Ah, oh, Guy Montgomery," and they'd be like, "We must seek revenge." And then you got a spin-off to two movies at once. Fuck, you went real dark on that. I I would <laughs> um 
follow what you're putting down as well, I would kill Carrie, but only just by process of elimination, because I think Zakoli would um would be a happier marriage. Interesting that um as a straight man I decided to kill Carrie and she's the only female on the list. Read into you're that inter- what you you're will. An interesting guy, Tim. I can't wait for you to wake mm. up and read a think piece all about where you stand on gender and sexuality. Hey guys This one come Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, before you, um, before we all get into the next piece of fan mail, I've got an important announcement, which I've remembered, and it's flashed in front of my brain a couple times, and I'm so scared I'm going to forget to put it on the friend zone. But a, an important thing has happened, and is happening, and that is that season one of our podcast is now available oh. on Howl. Yes. That's a big deal. Um, I forgot that, to get a code is- from them. So I'm sorry about that. But if you go to howl.fm, all of the information is there. It's an amazing uh, subscription podcast service that's got all the Airwolf guys and uh, it's got a lot of comedy specials on there as well. Um, Some amazing shows. Amazing comedy shows on there. Uh, Both like the mysterious secrets of Uncle Birdie's botanarium. Yeah, a lot of old sort of back catalogs of your favorite podcasts, but also a lot of exciting new content. Some stuff you won't get anywhere else. Oh my God, I hate this. Yeah, they've got a lot of exclusive stuff, which brings me around (laughs) to to the um, big announcement, which is, um, I guess, this side of it's not that positive, but it means uh, season one of our podcast will quite soon no longer be available through the regular channels because um, we're we're throwing it over to Hal. So you'll be able to hear uh, season two and the current season unabated, uh, if that's the right word. I don't know if I have used the right word there. But um, if you want to hear season one from, I think, August the 24th onwards, you'll only be able to get it from Hal. So... Do with that information what you will. But my recommendation would be to go to howl.fm and at the very least start a free trial uh, of Howl and discover just how much bloody awesome comedy content is on the service. It's uh, under five bucks a month, don't you know? Or $35 a year, I'm reading here, which I think is less than $5 a month if you get a yearly thing. Yeah. That is less, unless there's seven months in your year because you don't abide the Roman calendar. This one comes from Molly Clare. Hello, friends. As a middle school teacher desperate to be the cool teacher who shows movies in class, I've unwittingly entered my own personal worst idea of all time. I didn't realize how horrific it would be to watch 50 minutes of the same film eight class periods in a row. I'm about to begin a new school year with 180 students who know me as the cool teacher who shows movies in class. Any advice on how to maintain my cool teacher status without ripping the flesh from my face over the agony of watching the same section of a movie all goddamn day? Thanks for being friends. Molly, the cool teacher. I'm um, afraid I may not have completely understood the situation. Is she, is it, is she watching Grown Ups too? Do we know what movie it is? I think, um, so Molly teaches, I think, like a... No, 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 it'll be some sort of movie that is a text for a class to learn about. So maybe media studies or English. And oh, I see, I see. I think instead of teaching people of several different age brackets, or maybe she just uses one reference point to teach everyone. So she pretty much, when she's teaching the movie, is teaching it to every class every day. So she just watches oh boy. the same like 50-minute 
bracket of movie say there's six periods in the day six times in a row in one day which is almost more torturous than what we're doing I definitely think it is because you don't get to take fun angles on it because you've just got to teach the curriculum um, you're screwed Molly um, nah there's your fix I don't know superimpose your own to do for you superimpose your own themes and backstories onto the movie that you're showing alright I'm sure the filmmakers had a plan you've got a bigger one what is it how do you share that with the pupils? You you remember high school though, guy? It's all memorize this, write write this down on a piece of paper and hand it over to an assessor and get your certificate at the end. You know they don't like creative thinking; stifles the creative mind. They don't like uh, myriad interpretations of one film. They want a single interpretation of of the film. That's how you get points and graduate. Ugh. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that part of my life anymore. <laughs> Me too. Sorry that couldn't be more uplifting for you, Molly, but you're in a, a predicament. <laughs> um, yeah, you've guys really... right. Make it a challenge for yourself. Make it the challenge you've... that you have to think of interesting um, stuff, but you also have to keep it in your head while teaching to the curriculum. How about that? I think that's a good idea. Tim, I don't want to mm. be rude, but because of the mm. lag in the Skype, um, this friend zone's really giving me... Uh, a headache like I feel like I'm having three different conversations with you at once then let me read one more piece of fan mail if I may yes hi Timbo and Guy Guy I quit Facebook recently so you're getting an old fashioned email a little backstory. I listened to all of season one loved it I went to the finale in LA I got about 20 episodes into season two that one seemed extra difficult for you guys, and I'm going to be honest, that made it difficult for me. Although I still laugh to myself about how Guy thought that the feeling you feel when you hit a bump, that feeling when your stomach turns, is what it feels like to have a vagina. I re-listened to that part three times and had to pull over while driving because I had tear-filled eyes from cry laughing. <laughs> this brings me to season three. You guys are absolutely killing it. Every episode is perfection. The episode was at, with Alice was so amazing and prompted me to write this email I've been going through some shit, aren't we all? And this podcast makes me laugh out loud often. And Friendzone is great. I'm interested in pitching in for that big mansion you guys were talking about. I'll help make pancakes in the morning. I listened to both episodes of Boners in the Heart and loved them. I'll keep on that one as well. Take care and Godspeed, Lindsay. Oh, David. Lin- she gave me permission to say the first and last name. That was in brackets. Oh, nice. Lindsay, David. I was and we were Lindsay David customary love the message very curious about your response. approach to making pancakes what do you mean you're going to help make the pancakes pancake making is a one person mission you don't need any more than yourself to do that it sounds like you're a slacker and you know what there's no time for in this hodgepodge lifestyle slackers Fuck, fuck this friend zone. <laughs> are you there, guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Are you there? <laughs> you can't. You 
See, on my end, what's happening is just like it, f- it fades in with little brief bits. And what I heard is it sounds like you're a slacker, um, which out of context of whatever you said before it is quite harsh considering how lovely and heartfelt this email was. So uh, in some ways, I'm glad Skype's doing what it's doing. It's, it's giving me um, these interesting little flashes of, of what's going on in Guy's head. That is not incorrect, Tim. i got to say, let's put a pin in this one. Uh, we'll... <laughs> We'll be back next time with a powerful internet connection. I just want to say, the beauty of it is that what you, the listener, will be able to hear is both sides of the conversation crystal clear. And that's what I love about this. You're like the omnipotent, godlike observer, while we, fallible, mistaken, flawed man, try desperately to communicate to each other in the Tower of Babel. Thank you very much for tuning in to this friend zone. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. Uh, go get a Howl.fm trial membership, and um, I love you. And this, we're going out with a uh, theme music remix sent to us by Kirk Lindsay. Thank you very much. Goodbye, guys. See you soon. You gonna play that dastardly Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.